So you are DJ Cardi and you're like one of the most established DJs in Miami. Like everybody loves you. Like what's that? What's this whole this whole thing about? What do you mean, man? I, I've been DJing like 25 years. So I grew up in Miami and I've been DJing at all these spots since I was like a little kid. You know, it's it's been crazy. So you make a lot of friends, you know, just living here and traveling and stuff. And, you know, just, you, you, you give people like good vibes, you know? Yeah. Like you're giving me some good vibes right now, man. I, I'm liking that artwork behind you. Oh, thanks. That's um some of our pandemic artwork that we we had made. With some <laughs> <laughs> I have artwork from the pandemic all over my house, man. We can all do a pandemic uh, installation in, in Wynwood. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was a time. Man. <laughs> so tell us about how you got started, because you have a lot of things going on. And uh, you've been a, a resident DJ, like you said, for 25 years, working all the the hottest hotels and establishments on the beach and SLS and just name a few. And now you're going to be fast forwarding, doing something, a three day event in the Bahamas. But yeah. it's like, it's, it's nonstop with you. Man, I started, yeah, I started when I was around 12 years old with vinyl turntables. Uh, I, I had seen DJ Scribble on TV one day. I'm like, what is he doing, man? It was, it was so crazy. He was on MTV spinning, started uh, getting into vinyl. And uh, I told my dad, hey, I want to do this. And uh, from then on, it's, it's, just been, it's just been going. And I, I started uh, DJing at places like Mansion, Club Space, Opium, back in the day. Like, uh, yeah, uh, 2000s, you know, early 2000s around there. And from those gigs, I started meeting these out-of-town promoters and club owners. So I would travel all over. You know, and eventually I got this gig at the Cove Atlantis in 2010, where I would go every other week and play in paradise. And that was like the best, best gig of my life. And then Resorts World, uh, Bimney opened up 2015. I started working with them. So I've been going every few months now. And uh, this weekend, we're celebrating a Labor Day weekend out there. Yeah. Wow. You just like. Wow, you just nonstop. Have you done? Any, <laughs> have you done any international, like uh, I guess, like uh, music festivals, like anything in Ibiza that you can tell us about? Yeah, so I'm actually getting ready to go back to Toronto. I do the International Film Festival TIFF. It's huge every year. You know, I do the opening night gala and other events out there. So I'm getting ready. They're bringing it back after two years, finally. Because of COVID, you know how strict they were in Canada. So they're bringing it back this year, live in-person stuff. So all the celebs are out there, you know, premiering their movies. Um, yeah, from Toronto to Spain, Italy, uh, where else? Thailand, uh, Mallorca, Spain, yeah, Mexico. Of course, the Caribbean, everywhere in the Caribbean, man. So London, like. <laughs> wow so what was one, what, okay so speaking of london you know i love the underground i love piccadilly circus with some and i love hyde park by the way and chelsea area it's like one of my oh, favorite areas but what's one what's one of your favorite i mean you know and of course because i'm originally from detroit there's a british version called brixton <laughs> yeah yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> so what's some of your what's some of your um favorite uh spots you like to go to when you're in, in london 
Oh, I mean, when I went a few years ago, uh, Brick Lane was really cool. You know, it was like the real deal Wynwood before Wynwood became Wynwood. You know, Camden Lock, that neighborhood was really cool. Um, I did I did some cool shows out there uh, at some arenas. And um, and yeah, the undergrounds out there was crazy. Uh, the UK garage scene. I make a lot of that type of vibe. And I'm very like heavily influenced by artists like Georgia Smith, you know, Clean Bandit. Uh, if we're talking about pop music and the great R&B singer, Craig David, man, come on. Like that that vibe to me is like it's a good match, you know, I know. Right. And Craig David, that was so crazy. We're all listening to all this music. And then it's like all of a sudden you grew up. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and you know, he lived in Miami, man. I think he still lives in Miami. Yeah, he probably does. Everybody lives in Miami right now. Everybody's talking about Brickle and everything and how, how you guys are having a, a new explosion down there. Yeah, it, after COVID especially, man, it, it blew Word. up. It was crazy, man, because the whole U.S. was shut down. And we were, right. we, like, we were open. All the restaurants had DJs from that point. You know, before, DJs would only be in certain spots like certain clubs now there's djs everywhere like you go anywhere there's a dj you go to brunch there's a dj you know <laughs> so so yeah miami blew up man people just want to be around good energy good weather like come on it's it's amazing out here like i know and dj <laughs> dj khalid is down there too right oh khalid yeah 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 He's, khalid. His, um his whole his whole album is like a it's like amazing yeah it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a whole vibe i was like all right all right <laughs> hey he's still still going as 13th album 13th album and i know I, right 13 i met him when i was a little kid man i met him when i was like 13 something like that 14 and he was really really nice and he's always stayed nice and humble to everybody so that's why i think people love him you know they could relate to him nice and who are some of your other favorite celebs you ran into since you've been like living in this whole glamorous DJ space. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody that really surprised me was uh, Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, oh. he's, he's a hip hop head, man. Uh, yeah, Leo, um, there's some Ma Magic Johnson, really nice, humble guy. Like he'll take photos with anybody. Like, and he's, he's a legend, man. Of course, uh, LeBron, Wade, those guys. Anybody, anybody from the heat, man, like they're down to earth. They're cool. They, they show love to the city, you know? So they, a lot of people describe you as having like this very interesting, cool, mellow sound. When you DJ, you get, you, you know, you like that DJ that's like, you turned up, but you kind of like on a turn up from another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well it, it's, it's, it's like this, you're vibing. <laughs> and before you know it, you're on top of the tables getting sprayed with CO2. Because right. we uh, it's very musical. Like you want to start off somewhere nice, like let's say a beach club or a poolside, or you know, even dinner when you're having a like a birthday dinner somewhere, you have a musician as well, maybe a saxophone, uh, you know, a percussionist come out, and it just little by little you you just start like this. And then you end up on the table, man. And then it's 3 a.m. and you're like, what happened, man? So do you feel like you had 
I mean, because I mean, well, t- tell us about your musical performances and how you like, like you said, you you have this little intro, and then you go into that little that R and B space, and then you go a little early nineties, and you go like all into yeah. the like techno. How do you like what what influence? Like how does that? How do you come up with this with the, with that with that uh, playlist? Well, it's you try to mash up things that people like, songs that people know, and put a, a twist on it. A spin. So let's say you got a Afro Afrobeat song. You know what I mean? Everyone knows the Afrobeat version, but if you hit them with an R and B version, a little sped up, they're like, "Whoa! I know this beat, and I know these vocals. Why does it match up so great?" Obviously, it's it's in the same key, but it's both matching that energy and bringing something new to the table. You know, so that's how I try to look at my sets. How how can I surprise people and be like? Where can I get that? You know, where can I find that? Or how did you come up with it? Oh, it's my own remix. You know, like unless you ask me for it, I don't think you could get it. You know. <laughs> wow, that's dope. So you like yeah. rolling? So you rolling like that? So you, do you do you, do you have any um, NFTs currently? No, no, I haven't gotten into that space yet. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get into that space because you you could probably like do some remixes. And handle yeah. the publishing that way, maybe some mixtape. Because I'm sure you know right now, like one thing about the Miami DJs, like yourself, you guys are so dope that, like, like you said, it's like you all over the place. Like, <laughs> but no. it's like it, it all makes sense, though. It's, it's crazy, like, and I, and a lot of times I, I I'm like, if you listen to a mix online, it'll be dope. But if you're actually there in person, it's even better because you see the energy in the room, and whatever I'm playing on a mix you might not imagine it the way it is in person but people are enjoying it or you're maybe holding back a little bit more because you're waiting for it to get a little more full you know so those it's it's always hit or miss and also i play with a live band live musicians so that takes it to the next level as well when you got a bass player getting funky right there you got the drummer bringing that solo in or a live singer singing her heart out like those elements just create a different type of show. And uh, that's why one of my favorite shows is at the Adrian Arch Center, Piano Slam. And uh, that show we do with two uh, classical pianists on Steinway Grand Pianos playing classical music mashed up with my contemporary hip hop like vibe, you know? So it's, it's what can you create? What, what can come out of this? <laughs> Always, man. So, so you're like you, you're definitely like on the forefront of of the culture, and definitely like one of the uh, the heads of state. <laughs> like, how does that make you feel? How does that make you feel that you that you are such a boss and that you really understand the the um, the magic that instrumentation and uh, you know just having live anything present, how that just elevates everything. Like, I, like you, I mean, you understand that and, you know, that's very yeah, apparent. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's all about understanding ourselves as humans as well. Like we want connection, you know, like you can be on your phone the whole time, but when you see your friends in person, you want to hug them, you know, it's about connecting with people. And the best way to connect with people I've seen is music. That's how artists like Jay-Z, Rihanna, Kanye West, how they are able to become billionaires because their first intro to you was their music. Then they captivated you little by little with their lifestyle, their fashion, 
their artwork. So that's the way I think of it. If I could get you in with my music, you know, I got maybe I can make a fan, you know, maybe we can make a connection, you know, something like that. But when you love what you do is you're not even working. You're just trying to create to keep up with this like sense of being, you know, it's if you're a creator, you understand, you know? Yeah. I was just talking to uh, an actual creative director um, from Austria, Austria, famous Barrett. And she's amazing actually. And um, she has her, her MFA from UCLA. She studied in Berlin. You know? I mean, I was like, wow. She's done like a lot of the visuals for uh, some of Coachella shows. Um, she's got a music video all right now. Her stuff is real dark and she's like so edgy. And I'm like, what? I'm like, who are you? But then we came to this agreement and um, it was kind of, it was a, it was a very, in very interesting day for fashion because nobody cared for it. We all were talking about how we, we, we do not like fashion. <laughs> We said we we really like just you know you know vibing. We like personal style. We can have a couple of staple pieces from people every once in a while. But I think right now it's all about vintage, uh, mixed and match, like you said. And it's about you just pulling your own your own energy into the mix. And like if you got something that you can create yourself, it could be airbrush. It could be like there's everybody's. Just, I mean, I have, I have a, a little messenger bag with a bunch of pendants on it. It's like nuts. It's like some Edward Scissorhands kind of stuff. <laughs> But it's like, to me, it's all about like, we've been locked up. I want to get out, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. And I like that. Like you said, it's all about individuality too. So that's how I got into fashion. Really. I'd be wearing a suit and I'm like, man, I need something to stand out a little bit. So you'll get a pocket square. Then you'll get a lapel pin, you know, then you end up, I started designing my own suits. So when you open it up, you got something to talk about. You know, you got some of your own flavor in there. And uh, that's it's all about the little details that maybe could start a conversation or, you know, engage with somebody and also stand out but as how many a brand, as a person, you know. And then how many conversations can you really truly have in Miami? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's too bad. <laughs> you like, what? I remember. I remember. I always thought um, South Beach was like the real was like Miami. It is like like that's the furthest from the truth. What's the real Miami for you? Oh man, my my the real Miami. Like I grew up in Miami, and I as a as a young kid, I I lived in one neighborhood for a year, then moved out, moved out. Miami Lakes, Hialeah, Doral, North Miami, Miami Beach, Kendall um coral gables <laughs> i lived in brickle 13 years and now i'm in the grove so you have little habana where it's like like i'm like this is not even miami this is another country you know what i'm saying you go to little haiti you're like what what is this i've never tried this food why didn't anybody tell me about this like there's just so much now and um el portal like there's just more to discover besides like Miami Beach, South Beach. And I'm glad people are opening up restaurants and uh, doing different things in different neighborhoods, you know, like like before you just look on a map. But Miami Beach is this small, man. Like, why are you going there to do the same things everybody does? You know, I get it. The beach, the beach. But there's culture like everywhere. Yeah, man.
It's crazy. So um, with the new, with the with, with with the culture growing so much in the artistic and design community, um, and then you're bringing all the heat with the music. Um, how do you feel right now? Are you excited? Because like, because it's, it's a little, it's something going on in Miami. Just like it's a little something going on in you know LA got a little something going on, and I'm in the Bronx right now because we got something going on over here too. Oh, nice, man. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely on fire right now. But, yeah, Miami's just nonstop. We had uh, the Formula One. We had Miami Swim Week. Oh, okay, that's we right. Have, um, we have the film festival coming up. Not Sorry, not the film festival. We have the uh, food and wine festival coming up. Miami heat season starts in October. You know, the arena is going to be lit. Then we have Art Basel in December, you know. There's just so much to look forward to. And the city's like now we're in our summer months, which is our slow months. But we're going to pick up in October and it's just going to be like every hotel restaurant's going to be sold out from then on. You know, especially a lot of New Yorkers coming over and, uh, you know, in, indulging in the in the culture that we got here, you know, and also adding to it. We get some. Yeah. I mean, Miami is so cool because you got to go through there when you go to Costa Rica. And that's like my new favorite place in the world is Costa Rica. Yeah. <laughs> I love Costa Rica. I was like, dang, if I had, if I had nothing, if I had no responsibilities, I'd be living on those beaches right now for like a, what, $5 a day in Tamarindo or Papagayo at Four Seasons or something. So Do you watch like, House Hunters International? <laughs> <laughs> no. We Yo, so like, they go out there, they go out there to Costa Rica. They're like, yeah, I want to live in this three-bedroom house. My budget's two hundred dollars a month, <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can okay. live good out there. You know? Real good, really, really. We can real, real, like amazingly well. It's crazy, yeah. and then you can, and then you can, you can start your own restaurant, get a driver. Like I yeah, still it's have a different way of life. Yeah, we yeah. we we are nonstop, especially in New York and Miami. It's like. We got to hustle, 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 hustle. I'm not saying you don't got to hustle anywhere else you go, but we don't have a chance really to slow down and enjoy like nature or, you know, family as much as we could because we're so focused. We got to keep up, you know, rent's going up, you know, mortgage going up, everything going up. Right. Everything's going up. And it's crazy because it's like, just like you said, it's like, I feel like a lot of people, are you feeling the same vibes or have you noticed the trends going on? In terms of people are like, um, you know, a lot of people in LA, they moved out. They in Arizona, they in Vegas. A lot of people in New York, they've moved out. New York is like so. It's uh, I don't know. It's really interesting right now, but it's uh, it's definitely like I love I love being on the street and just seeing people and walking. We have all these fat tire bikes. We do a bunch of like those micro transit stories. In LA, we do more of the higher luxury Royce Ray stories. We do them out here too, but there's so many potholes in New York. It's just not a good job. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. But in Miami, it's kind of like I'm noticing that people are like talking about Miami. Like the city girls blew back up, and like like what? Reach it, please. It's like it's a lot going on. Are you seeing? Are you feeling the same vibes in terms of like? Are you are you feeling like this whole like? I feel like a lot of people from LA are actually moving to Miami too. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely, like I said, after COVID, this was a hot spot, man. All the new restaurants coming up and then all these other hot restaurants from around the world opening up right here in Miami, too. You know, we like, you know, we got the Latin crowd, you know, we got the Caribbean crowd. 
it's easy to, like you said, hop over to South America, Central America from here. And then the Europeans as well, you know, they're, they're coming over, man. They, they're investing in the real estate game. It's, it's just getting crazy out here though. Like, well, they always, they've always been investing in Miami. I feel like the Germans yeah. have always been there with the modeling agencies, but Wilhelmina, not Wilhelmina's in Mahjong. And I mean, they're on Lincoln Boulevard and Ford. Um, it's just very interesting. Uh, back in the day, I'm sure you remember all those agencies. I, I Marie. um, it, it, it was a wild time then, but now it's like, I'm so glad everything's coming back. I feel like everything became a little corporate for a minute. Not um, even I felt that I feel like we all anticipated some kind of um, hard reset. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like a lot of people from New York moved to LA, and I was like, "You should have been did that." <laughs> oh, because then you saw what happened to Brooklyn. It blew up, man. Brooklyn. Right. And blew now, up. like New Brooklyn, <laughs> and I actually live. I was one. I feel like I was one of the per people from the Renaissance. I went to Cornell, and as soon as I graduated, I worked at Saks corporate office. And I was one, I feel like I was one of the people that were around when that Marriott Hotel was built. So it's like, it was kind of cool to see that erupt. But like you said, there's so many different flavors and juniors and cheesecakes and, you know, yeah, it's just yeah. crazy. It's so it's like Miami. Cool. Yeah, Miami has always been like some tropical, sexy place. So I'm sure you got a ton of those button down shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a whole closet full of them. <laughs> right? What's your go-to styles and your go-to brands? Oh uh, well, I got um. Well, my my first foremost shirt. Uh, I like like half my closet's Ted Baker. The other half is like the suits I design at the Bespoke Club in Brickle. Um, so I design all. Hold my up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, you, you got to break it down to us. So now you're designing these suits in Brickle. Can you just start from scratch? How did you get this connection? How did this collab all come about? Yeah, so. You know, sometimes you go to the store, you pick up a suit. It doesn't fit you right. So you're like, let me try seeing if I could get something customized. You know, one of my good friends, Mike, he brought me over to the store and I got my first suit made and it fit me perfectly. And you could design everything from the buttons to the lapel. You know, you could pop up the lapel, the insides, you even put your name on them. Everything fits you like a glove. So it it makes you look more proper. You know, everything is tailored exactly how your body is. Not like something else in the store that might have cost even more, but it's not tailored to you. And so it doesn't look as expensive. It looks expensive when it fits you perfectly, you know? So I started designing a suit once a month. I'm like, I'm going to try to do this once a month. It's, you know, it's not the cheapest thing, but you need to make a statement when you do those those high-end events like you know like i do all the time so it it just became a habit <laughs> I'm, I'm so i mean i'm digging the vibes uh, for, i mean i don't know this was the first year i think this, this was the year of the button down <laughs> oh wow <laughs> I, think, I think i think i have like I think, bro i think i have so many and looking at yours i was just like oh god it's like we're so we're so we're so messy. Like that's such a like that's such a Miami, LA. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a red eye. That's you know, you wake up, go to the party. But um, that's dope. So yeah, if I'm not wearing that, I'm wearing Miami Heat gear. This is Miami Heat t-shirt, Miami Heat shorts. Uh, I've been working with the team for the last uh like four seasons. So, you know, that's like you're around the house, you're at the supermarket. 
doing your chores, you know? So yeah. we had, I mean, wow. So I mean, we're we're supposed to have a trim report done by somebody else, but I mean, I know you in Miami, so you maybe you can give people the trends if they do come down there. Um, because you already know when that Miami season, that Caribbean heat come, it's so sexy, like you said, it's like the real, the real the real tour, the real season is October to March, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like all the all the surrounding Caribbean areas, they all mimic it. But um, t- tell us, tell us in your opinion, what should we have in our suitcase? <laughs> what should we have in our suitcase? Definitely some sunscreen. You cannot get out in the Miami heat without some sunscreen. You know, you might need a nice hat, a nice, a nice hat, nice straw hat, cover up your face. You know, definitely some shades like you got on some nice shades like that. <laughs> like you might have been out the night before a little too late. So might want to wear those shades before you get your uh cuban coffee fix me my go-to florals man i love these florals it's uh something nice for the nighttime you could even wear a t-shirt nice pair of uh fitted pants and i always just wear the stan smith adidas man that's my go-to sh- sneaker white what do, you have? What, what do you have on right now what do you have on right now no i'm not wearing sneakers right now oh yeah yeah, yeah I'm just wearing <laughs> What you I know I got my I got my Crocs and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm comfortable at home, man. I'm chilling. <laughs> but that's the only shoe I really wear. Just a Stan Smith, plain white Adidas. It's classic. Yeah. Goes with everything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like a, it's, like, it's, it's like. Yeah, you won't go too much with it. You know what I mean? But if you're gonna dress, if you're gonna have something else. Wear a nice pair pair of J's, you know, to keep it classy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my my new go to right now has been um Reebok has been doing it's been a lot they've been doing a little come up. Oh. So um, you know, they have a lot of they have a lot of cool cool singers. They have especially the DMXs, the Allen Iversons, they come in all these different colors. Some have zippers, some don't. It's like I have a nerf version of a high top. It all started with Complex Con about four years ago. I, I kind of like fell back in love with Reebok. They're like they're they're releasing all their sneakers from back in the day with a little twist on it. So it's like, whoa, that's it's, it's sick. Yeah, so those people, Iversons, man. Those Iversons. Right, yeah. Like, those are yeah. People be like, what is that? What is that? I'm like, what? I don't know what these are. Let's get it from Reebok. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing like the classics, man. It's the classics are cool, like you said. Uh, shell toes, even Chuck sometimes, like a, a clean Chuck, brand new. You gotta be out the box. Out the box with a with a with yeah. a nice senior blazer or something that's gonna throw it off I, a little bit. Yeah, I'm a classic <laughs> guy, man. I like sticking to clean, clean lines. You know what I mean? If you want to make a statement, it'll be either your shirt, you know, or something else, or maybe your pants, you know. But so do are you do do you sometimes wear like a linen pant or a linen short? Yeah, or I, I even match, try to match a little oh, bit. Oh nice, like a set. Yeah, or color block, you know, color oh, block no. is really cool. You know, yeah, it's pretty psychedelic for that for the Miami d- these days. Yeah, yeah, it makes a little <laughs> statement. You know what I mean? You got a nice linen shirt on, or sure. uh, you know, let's say a pink linen shirt, white white pants. You know, it's, it pops a little bit. You know, yeah, it does, and, it, and it's great for traveling too, because you know it feels like you're in a pajama set. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so um, that's dope. So. Oh, real quick, so people can know and get an idea of what are, what are normal what are the normal price points? Is it dependent on when you do your suits? Because I, you know, right now everybody's like investing in their self right now. 
as you already yeah. know. And a lot of us, you know, the, the waistline is kind of like it's coming back together, but it's not all the way there. Because <laughs> yeah. we've, we've, we've been in a pandemic. So people are like really like being clever with the, you know, the um, you know, the more the uh, the more fitted sweatpants, the joggers, the Ivy Parks. What are you? Um, but now you you know, you you hit the, I feel the same way you do. I feel like nobody no, nothing can fit you better than something custom done for you. Anything yeah. bespoke is always and you, and you even pick out the fabrics. You pick yes, out the fabric, the color, you know, the lines, anything you want. You know what I mean? The style of it. You know, you could even do like a Peaky Blinders type suit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like 1920s. So the, like sky's, the sky's the limit with that. So, um, it sounds like, so I'm sure you could probably do like a, a silk button or some silk trims or a pinstripe. But having said that, and I'm sure a lot of fabrics are going to come from Italy too. What are you, um, what have you been averaging for those suits that you've been making? Um, they're, they're around a thousand dollars usually. Oh, 1500. Um, that's affordable. Something like that. And also what I tell people is like, you could find anything off the rack and just get it tailored. You know what I mean? Okay. Go to your tailor and it will look brand new because it, it's going to fit you a lot better. Yeah, I tell people that all the time. I tell people, I'm like, I'm not a little kid. I do not want to see all this fabric on the left and the left and right of my me making me like, you know, because you know what happens is somebody gets a picture, you like, ah, <laughs> and you get all that material on the left and right. It's just yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It's not flattering. It's not flattering, especially if you go on the equinox and you're trying to work out. Like, what's going on? <laughs> it's not good. Yeah, so, man. And it's also yeah. about like when you go out. The most embarrassing thing would be to see somebody else wearing your same exact outfit exactly and so if you and if you do get something from zara go to spain <laughs> yeah exactly exactly you got to get it there first and then hit them out here with it <laughs> you gotta go to spain you gotta go to spain i got I, I got a little strawberry shirt i don't know how it ended up in new york but it's in the, the fifth avenue store but i got that i saw it on sale i was like i'll get it you know it's one, of, it's one of those Zara shirts that no one would ever wear. Yeah, that's the thing. You got to look for those shirts that nobody will get. No one will ever Nobody will buy this. And it's on sale. It's like, wow. Right. Yeah, I love that. Eighteen dollars too? <laughs> yeah, man. But, no, but it's kind of cool, though. Like you said, it's all our personal style. And, um, and, and you know, and that's kind of cool. I'm really happy for you that you have so many things going on. Um, and speaking of those things, did you want to, do you have anything, um, that you wanted to add or talk about that we haven't touched on? And have you been doing anything with the community? Cause you seem like a very, um, earnest, hardworking guy. I'm sure you have a ton of uh, community. Oh yeah. 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 yeah we, we're always working with kids, um, you know, like DJing events and stuff like that. And, um, also with the Miami heat foundation, they've raised so much money. Like they do these cool events every year. We got one coming up um, where the, all the players come out uh, to the arena, open, they have games for everybody. It's really, really cool. We usually book around nine DJs, something like that. Yeah, nine DJs. Everybody comes out. They got the best food in town. You know, it's, it's really, really cool. We have uh, a bunch of galas come, you know, in Miami. There's always galas, galas. And uh, working with Miami-Dade schools, I was actually, during the pandemic, I was helping uh, teach, uh, what is it called, creative writing, as far as, you know, music and poetry and connecting those, because music and poetry goes hand, hand in hand, you know, 
as a DJ, we're listening to lyrics all day. So you understand how you could write a song, you know, so that's how I got into production. But yeah, teaching creative writing, Miami-Dade schools, you know, giving ideas, helping people like come more free, you know, like who they're supposed to be. Because we're, you know, these days we're just like programmed to be like everybody we follow online or people we watch on TV. So it's good to kind of like figure yourself out who you are, what you like, what, you know, and then take it from there as long as, you know, you can express yourself any way you like. You know, that's that's like the most important thing to me. Wow. That's awesome. Because I was just like I said before. Wow. Wow, I'm really digging these little Zoom calls. And all. <laughs> yeah, yo, you I'm never so, know, I'm man. So, I'm, I'm learning so, so much over here too, man. I was so anti-Zoom. I never like. I just started getting on here, and it's just so cool because I've made it to like. It's, it feels like I'm sitting with you and chilling. So it's kind of yeah. like it's kind of <laughs> creepy. It's like what? And you like taking my space in because you because you have a real background. We have real backgrounds. We don't do that fake background stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh. bro, I hate that. But that's amazing because me and you both know and we understand that's how we get our um I feel like that's how we get our little vibe. We're doing poetry, we were doing something in the arts, you know, being in a glee club and choir. I was playing violin for a semester, a trumpet, a clarinet. You know, I picked up all these instruments, and people called you names and you said, I'm not doing that no more. <laughs> but you want to find your freedom. You want to find your freedom and you want to have permission and give yourself permission to be vulnerable and be human exactly and be, yeah and be community oriented and that's so dope that you're teaching kids about sonnets and and um and hooks and you know and, and um you know and, and music because yeah. music like you said everything there's, no, there's nothing new under the sun you know i need a project you know hood rat chick that song and it's like that, that's really big pun <laughs> And they sample it and sample exactly. it. And sample it. <laughs> so we all been hip hop heads since we yeah. since 1920. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, if, if it wasn't for my parents being like, okay, we'll let you DJ, I wouldn't be here right now because they could have just said, like, focus on school, do this, do this, get a job, go be a lawyer, be a doctor. I'm like, man, that's not the life for me. I have like this other energy I want to like get out, you know? So it, it kind of like worked out i was like man thank god they let like they didn't really give me any problems with that you know and nowadays you could do anything you know yeah that's dope that's cool these kids are ahead of the game right i feel so too i'm like i'm like everybody's like these kids ain't that like talking about i ain't with all those kids they're my interns <laughs> can you like, imagine if i had these resources at 12 years old like uh... oh my god yeah so it's like, you know, I have a 12 year old son and he told me about TikTok five years ago. So it's like, he's like a little mini me. So yeah. I'm like, damn, he's a 2.0 version. So it's like, <laughs> you teach him about, you teach him about, um, it's so crazy. Like they know more about you than you know about yourself. But um, they're always on that phone. They're always on that phone. But it's cool because I'm always on my phone too. <laughs> yeah, that's how we get, that's how we get things done, man. Like, thank God. <laughs> you know? Right. We we'll have to be at a computer. I'm like, people are like, how did you get that up so fast? I'm like, you do know there's an app that, we, can, we have that controls the website in real time. Like, do you really think I'm going to go back to my office or in my hotel room and write an article about Beyonce at the, at the <laughs> no, no. no. And people you write, you want you write everything right now. People want right. everything now. So if you're, you're on the that flight, thing. if you're on the flight, you could work, you know? <laughs> I've, 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 
in the back of the the car service, the Uber. Why you already know that's that we and that 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 all started for me. People were like, who do you think you are? I was like, bro, it's not about who you think you are. It's, it's who you it's who you want to be and who you really and who you and who you, and who you um who you vibe with. You vibe and if you if you really vibe with yourself, you listen to what you want, you get what you want, and that's how it goes. It's boss moves. It's like you can't make an apology or be all like that fake humility stuff. Stop it. There's too many people out here, too many Karens and Darrens and Larens and Kevins. They everywhere. They be coming for you. It's like, don't come for me. Don't come for me. Don't come for me because I want both sides of the bridge. Oh, no. <laughs> they don't you want know, it. They don't, they want, don't it. want it. They don't want it. You get dragged. You know? So it's kind of like the cool thing is, is that I feel like right now it's like it's, it, it's freedom to be yourself. And thinking outside of the box actually saves you more money. People don't understand that. So, you know, I've been doing Uber and Lyft for about nine years when it first erupted on the scene. Um, they it started, it all started with me covering Gautier. Uh, I always pronounce everybody's name wrong because I'm so country. But Gautier, um, when he's uh, somebody that I used to know, he was at Radio City Music Hall with MTV. And I, I've been loved that song because I, I was actually, I was in Jakarta for a couple of months before I even came back to the States. And that's, he was all I had. <laughs> yeah, you know, living you know, living overseas, you know, it's always something I love to do every once in a while. So you can experience in the, the smells, the, you know, the the people, the culture. Like I don't know what you're talking about, but it seems positive. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 is the goal, man, to see the world. You know what I mean? Like, were you, you about you've been everywhere yeah i'm saying but it's a goal it should be a goal for everybody like oh yeah 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 you don't want to stay where you grew up like you want to just you know maybe travel a little bit get to know a different side of you know and imagine you could connect with people that don't even speak your language that's right and that's, that's the ultimate really, thing you know that's when you really learn how to speak um uh, the universal language of laughs and smiles exactly <laughs> Yeah, right. And, and and dancing, dancing is universal. Like everybody, you know, even if you can't move, you just trying your best. It is what it is. But thank you for sharing such a positive vibe, man. You're so positive. I think that's so dope. I didn't expect you. I mean, I knew from your picture you looked like you're too cool for school. But and yeah, I those you. are the press shots. You know, in the press <laughs> photos, you got to be like. Yeah. <laughs> with the shades with the shades on too in the in every photo i need those shades you know right you got it boy you be up all night you could do i mean you know and then you probably get your groove you probably have like thousands of playlists but um oh one quick question before we go yeah yeah who is one of your all-time um djs my all-time favorite djs like your most pop like the most pop culture one and then electronica one, super group. I think we got the same super group favorite. <laughs> I'm trying to think right now. There's so many, man. Wow. A track is really dope. Um, he, I don't know if you knew DJ A track. He he's crazy, man. He's crazy. He spins all types of music. He makes some funky disco house. He can make some hip hop. He does it all. He's a yeah. He's a Canadian. Moved to New York, and uh, he blew up, man. Diplo is really cool too. I like his style. Diplo is killing it right now. Like all that that stuff he's putting out. But uh yeah, my one of my favorites was was uh, DJ Scribble, man. That's that's the whole oh, reason. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the reason I, I I became a DJ. So I got to show love. 
<laughs> yeah, my my all time favorite. I was kind of excited too. Was um when I, when I heard they get back together with Swedish House Mafia. I was like, damn, it's been that long. I, I was looking at them. I was like, yeah, I'm like my daddy. <laughs> I, I, that's when you really you, you know you're in that time warp you know uh, of reality yeah. because you know sometimes sometimes i'm you know you know some days you know we're at that age where you just still kind of look young you get carded sometimes yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then it's like I, but i love sweetie's house mafia i love don't you worry child that's like one of my favorite songs of all time and um you know just the one i just all their music i just love yeah them. yeah they're selling um, out stadiums that's like i know i know crazy imagine a stadium like a stadium like no, and As then you just DJ, come back when you want. And you come back when you want to. <laughs> it's, yeah, you play whatever you want, and people are gonna—they're gonna jump. You know, they're gonna go nuts. It's yeah. yeah. And Zed, and Zed, he um he was one of my favorites with Clarity from back in the day. But yeah, he, yeah. But he also he also like did that little uh what was it called that um that that dope remix of the um that eight that show that was on Netflix. Wasn't that him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I forgot the name of it, man. I know what you're talking about. The red. I see red. Yeah, the, the, the squares and circles. Uh, <laughs> he killed that remake. That was it, right? Yeah, that was it. Because I was like, I was like, I was playing it all the time. Like, was like people were like, are you black? I'm like, duh. <laughs> Our sound is in here somewhere. <laughs> oh, man. Well, man it was I'm looking for it now. I'm like, do I have it? Where is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's on TikTok. Remember what's trending? Wait, wait! Oh, I love that song. I know I, I got a new a new unit, so I'm like these everything is so much bigger. And these phones are like ca uh, calculators in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I got an abacus. Look, yo, <laughs> I'm big, right? You're shooting major motion pictures <laughs> on that man. <laughs> you crazy? <laughs> you know all my lenses. Yeah. Right. But man, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that I got to actually talk to you because I'm, I'm sure I've walked next to you at the Sky Bar or something back in the day or at Coachella when it first started. You know, when, you know, Insomni was just getting it popping. And um, I'm sure we've been in those little circles. There's, um, I never forget a face, but I know we were on one. Did you ever go to um, LA and go to Zini parties back in the day? No, no. Yeah, Zini was a membership party. So it was like, you know, that was like one of the, the, the hottest times. But I feel like LA is about to make this uh this nasty comeback because downtown is popping. It's like a new version of it's like a microcosm or a little pinch of what New York has to offer. Yeah, but it's I so heard, cool. Yeah, it's so cool because it's like you just walk around, you don't get no car. <laughs> That's the best, man. Right. Just walk from place to place, hop around. Because now now you know the attention spans. You know, we gotta we gotta keep it moving. All right, we had a little fun here. Let's let's go somewhere else, see what vibe we could get into, you know. But but yeah, man, it's been great talking to you, man. You're a real so one. can you leave us can you leave us with one word or uh, one sentence of advice or encouraging word or however you want to say it for people who are aspiring to be in your shoes or somewhere in the vein of your shoes? <laughs> oh man. Well, I always say life is beautiful, man. Life is beautiful. That's like, that's what it is, man. You got to make the best of every situation, you know? So just enjoy life, you know? Nice. Well, thank you so much, DJ Cardi. Thank you for stopping through. We really love you. Now we're really going to be fans. We're going to have an entourage coming down there. Next time, I'm going to come deep. <laughs> you better you bet hit me up, man. We'll go, to, we'll go to the heat game and then go out after. <laughs> we're never gonna we're never gonna go to sleep for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I bring my shades.
All right, you gotta get your shades. I'll bring you some shades down there too as a complimentary gift. To help you, Eric. You remember me with my um my uh, the suit that you're gonna make me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, all right, man. Have a good um rest of your week. I'm gonna be traveling, so um I guess safe travels to me. But um I look forward to uh working with you and getting up with you again soon. Yes, sir. Much love, brother. All right. Appreciate you. Peace. Later.